you know, right now when we talk, I've interviewed a, a few brain surgeons now when we collaborate closely with a few, that they, they don't, when they remove the uh, tumors, they are not sure that they have removed everything. And giving them this tool of like, okay, here, these, uh, our molecule within minutes can illuminate these cells and you, you can feel more confident in your surgery. I think that's also another aspect. Welcome to this episode of Speed of Life. This is a podcast series focusing on innovations accelerating towards better health. My name is Björn and I am co-hosting this episode together with my colleague Diana. A very warm welcome to you. Let's jump into this episode. Today we have the opportunity of speaking to Shirin Ilkanizade and Christina Neofito. Me and Björn are very eager to learn more about you and your company today. So would you please uh, introduce yourselves? Hi, uh, I'm Shirin and I am the co-founder of uh, Selminova. And I have uh, my colleague with me here today. Hmm. You can introduce herself. Yeah, hello, uh, I'm Christina. I am a PhD student and uh, I work in Ola Hermansson's lab, which is the collaborating lab from the academic side for Seluminova. Yeah, great. Welcome. One of the main purposes of this podcast series is to understand the development of the company and the people and competence behind the success story. Uh, so please tell me, Shirin, why are you doing this? Well, uh, I think I, I started this uh, actually already during my PhD. It was one of my PhD projects uh, many years ago now. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I it started as an idea and then took it to the bench in academia and now we're developing it into a product and and uh, hopefully taking it into the clinic. Mm. So I think I'm doing it as it's like basically my pet project from many years ago. It's uh, it's been with me <laughs> in, in, uh, and I am um, now I think going as going into the clinic I I really see how close it's getting to the patients and it's really really intriguing me right now i think yeah. yeah going from research to to commercialization has been something that you always wanted to do uh, i think it yeah definitely i think it has been but it is it is very difficult and i have I've been very humble to that and mm. it's something that i wanted to do but i didn't think it could get this close as we are now and i think that's uh, right now it's it's getting really fun <laughs> all the hard work in many many years of being on the bench and then like getting funding and all those things now actually getting close so yeah, of really course fun. a lot of effort behind it <laughs> yeah and what has taken you to where you are today uh, what has taken it i think a lot of just patience <laughs> <laughs> understanding the process that you need to it's, um, I usually say that I'm very, my husband is in tech. Okay. They can have an idea in the morning and then they execute it and mm. they hire two people that can code and by the end of the month they can launch a product. And for us, it doesn't really work no. that way. <laughs> so I think uh, knowing the process of like, you need to have an idea, you need to test it in many ways and that's your basis and you're yeah. you're just yeah. beginning then. When you have that, you you haven't even started. No, exactly. <laughs> so I think understanding that has been uh, very uh, interesting now. 
<laughs> Definitely. I think uh, whenever you have some kind of, you know, evidence or results, you always have to prove it one million times afterwards. Mm -hmm. you know? In different ways. Yes. You can't just say, I proved it now, but then you have to show it in this and this and this way. Mm. And then you think you're done. Yeah. And it's not close to being a, a business yet. It's <laughs> just the science part. Yeah. You need to have the science base solid, but then mm. how to get from that point. Yeah, Chris, and you've been around for a year now uh, or so, is that correct? With Saluminova, yeah, it's mm. been a year, but I have been in the lab with uh, Ula for two years. Mm. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, my, my PhD has not been that successful. I haven't had a business idea yet <laughs> uh, that will yet. come. Uh, I don't know, hopefully, yeah. uh, that will come out of it. But yeah, I've been standing on the shoulders of giants. So I've been, <laughs> <laughs> I've been working with uh, the molecule and the product that we have now for a year. Yeah. Will you tell me a little bit more about what you do? Yeah, uh, so... Uh, I work on the academic side and uh, we have a collaboration with the clinic in the hospital of uh, Karolinska mm. uh, where we uh, are able to acquire samples from neurosurgeries uh, if the patients consent to donating for research. And uh, uh, I uh, use our gliostem, our molecule uh, technology and stain and uh, do microscopy. And we also have another um, another collaborator who works also at Karolinska and she does uh, flow cytometry uh, with the same samples and cell sorting. Um, and uh, yeah, in the future we have more plans to do even more. Uh, yeah, so that's what I routinely do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Shirin, you're also one of the founders of the company uh, among four, yeah? Yeah. How come you became the CEO? Well, like I said, I, I was the PhD student when we started the project. So I haven't really mentioned, but we have a molecule um, <laughs> that stains uh, stem cells, uh, neural stem cells actually to begin with. That's how I started. Mm. We were interested in development of the brain and neural stem cells. And these cells are very special cells, if you don't know the field. Uh, and these are the cells that give rise to the, all the other uh, cells in the brain. Mm. So we, it, it was a very interesting field and we were interested in how do you find these cells and there are different ways but there's not a very fast way where you can just in minutes find these cells. Uh, so we started a collaboration with um, Linköping University with chemists there. They have different kind of molecules and we tested a lot. So I, it wasn't the first one I tested, I assure you. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I was up on like 40 or 50, I don't know how many by now. But yeah, and uh, so we wanted to find a molecule to stain these cells. And then going from there, I was very interested in brain tumors. I started to wanted to go in more to disease part of the brain. And uh, what we also know is that a lot of the signals and molecules are similar in a, how a brain tumor is developed and how the brain is. So the, the stem cells uh, have the same signals or mm -hmm. proteins showing on them. So we were like, okay, maybe we can use the same molecule there. And that's how we continued. So that's where I kind of took it from a tool in the research of neural development and take it into like a disease part of the brain where it would be the brain tumor. And um, yeah, and then take it from there. Okay, we have a molecule that can stain these cells within minutes. That's interesting, right? Hmm. What do we do with it? Who's, who is the customer? Hmm. And like, how can we use it? 
And that's, uh, yeah. And I guess that comes to my next question. What motivated you? What motivated me? Um, I, I mean, the research part definitely motivates me. I, I always, as a researcher or a scientist, you know that when you have a finding, that no, that not like you haven't told anyone yet, and you have, and you're the only one who knows that. Mm. I think that's kind of a mm. you, you know yeah. this feeling. Yeah, I can know. relate for sure. It's amazing, right? Yeah. You have something, and it's it's, it's pretty rare. Yeah. You don't get that no, all the time. Most days you go in and you find <laughs> yeah. nothing. But most most days it's failed experiments, but when they do work and you uh, find something really really mm. interesting uh, that you want to uh, look into more, and you really can see the future for it mm. yeah it's it can it can compare with anything no it's a, it's, it's a great feeling yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but then that's that's the researcher part of me but then the other part which now like going in, going into the business side mm. now i'm like really getting trained in that and uh, okay what's my product and how how what can i do with this like mm-hmm. tool and now i think it motivates me i really want to get this into the clinics mm. and you know getting the benefit for the patients and mm. just you know th- just that alone motivates me so much knowing that something that I started you know more than 10 years ago now from basically an idea that I can actually get it and a patient can uh, you know benefit from it I think that that gets me up every morning <laughs> yeah. for sure i guess it's kind of different skills you need when you're in the lab mm. in comparison to mm. being a ceo of a company so yeah. those kind of skills did you have them mm. already or no <laughs> no not at all <laughs> uh, we have been discussing this a lot because i i was in academia and now i go in to ki all the time now mm. and have this business knowledge that i have acquired the just only the last 3 4 years mm. And it's it's so much that would be would have been great to know <laughs> to you know known years ago yes. because it's nothing that we get trained or there's there's nothing for a academic when you have an idea you don't even know where to go mm. where to start like how and I think uh, that's something um, you know uh, in Sweden for sure that there's a void that can be filled there like taking ideas from uh, from the clinic and or yeah. f- sorry from the lab and taking it uh, making it into a product and I think there something needs to be done because uh, yeah so touching upon that who helped you to go from from a research project yeah. to a commercialized product or to a company yeah but that's that I mean we we started the company and uh, there's a lot of history there but uh, when I started then, and okay, now I'm going to focus on the business part, uh, we actually uh, got into this um, um, lead, which is an uh, incubator in Linköping. Mm. And then I got um, a business coach. And together with him and my board, we, we picked a really good board with a lot of uh, competence. And, and I think together with them, and, uh, and also a lot of work, and you know, maybe it's not paid work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, in the end, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to be very confident in your product, and you know, yeah, y- there will be some hard work before mm. <laughs> you get there. But yeah, that's how it was, and I think I got a, most of my training just by uh, working with my business coach, and then working, uh, finding the people that can help you. And you can't really sit there and wait for for the knowledge. You have to go look for it and finding the right people. 
and uh, yeah that's how <laughs> how i got trained and and it, the thing is it's it's hard to find but it's not hard to actually acquire when, once you can get the help it's not it's not hard to go from a academic to a business person it's just you just know, need to know where to go and how mm. to find the help mm. yeah definitely yeah and what has it meant for the company having you as the ceo being around for the research part yeah I, I think that that has been uh, um, I, I mean I don't want to toot my own horn but it, it is important to have someone that that knows in, in a company like this which is really research based someone to understand the product exactly how it works and you mm -hmm. know what the pitfalls are and you know what the problems are and you know all, all these things and you have worked with it for years and I think knowing that and then you also then you know the user, right? Mm. Yeah. You know the user. And uh, mm. maybe Christina can have something Yeah, to I say remember the first time that you, uh, that, w that you trained me in order to start working with it in the lab. It was, uh, it was just a very smooth process because you have been doing this and you know, you, you know exactly what the problems will be, uh, what my next question would be. Uh, and she, there was always, I would say, can we test this or that? And she would say, I have done this. I have tried this many times. And yeah, this works and this doesn't work. And it's um, sometimes this is missing also in science that you uh, get to be trained by a person who actually knows the ins and outs. Uh, so a lot of times when you start with a new technology or uh, a new product that you buy, you have to uh, test a bunch of things and um, see the different concentrations and so on. And it was so smooth for you uh, saying all your tips and sharing what uh, other science scientists need to do. And um, okay, this also has to do with our product that I think is pretty simple and easy to use. Mm. Uh, and you may require a little bit of training so that your eyes get used to what you need to be seeing in the microscope. But uh, it definitely is also an easy product mm. to use. So mm. okay. uh, it was fast uh, to learn it. And for me, I think it's really... Uh, personally, just really inspiring to be uh, close to you and learn from you because um, you were exactly where I am now. Mm. You started as a PhD student uh, with uh, an idea and uh, a, po a possible product and um, did everything that the scientists need to do and now more. Uh, now you became a CEO, which is uh, <laughs> amazing. So for me, it's really... Um, it's really nice to have you as a mentor and just to see uh, <laughs> what I could do in the future because it's it's most of the times a an, an unknown aspect of being a scientist that one day you could be a CEO. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially I think maybe for women also, mm -hmm. it's even harder to imagine yourself as a CEO. Um, so um, I think, yeah, it's it's really good to have you as a role model. Yeah. <laughs> wow! Fantastic. That's, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, the, we hadn't uh, we hadn't prepared for that. <laughs> I didn't make that's her say nice. this. I promise. There's a lot of love no, in there the is room. No, there's no guy yeah. saying this right now. Yeah, uh, nice. yeah, we have heard a lot about your backgrounds and experiences and how they keep developing uh, in the company mm -hmm. and during this uh, story. Uh, what about the name? Seluminova. Yeah, Where does that, it come from? That's interesting. So um, our product is a fluorescent micro, right? And mm. it's, it illuminates cells. 
So we wanted Salumin actually because Illuminate a cell, but that was taken. So then we mm. threw around a little bit, and then Saluminova had to be the next. Because it's thing. a novel. It's yeah, also exactly. yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. a novel. So so it made sense to us at the time. <laughs> was it obvious from the beginning, or did you try out other names as well? No, we were yeah. Uh, I think. Um, Yeah, the founders were like trying out a little mm. thing, but I think it was very clear. Like, okay, what do we do? We illuminate cells, mm. and then mm. yeah, it's a great name. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we've heard a lot about the science behind the behind the innovation, and for some people, not uh, coming from life science, mm. for like example, like me, it, some parts of the of the innovation are hard to understand. Mm. How would you? Tell the story about the company or your idea to somebody who's not from the industry. Yeah, so uh, our technology, um, it ha- what I would say is that it has the potential to be the first ever uh, method to assist sur- neurosurgeons as they remove brain tumors uh, to removing these uh, tumor-driving cells that are always missed in conventional therapy. Mm. So uh, the therapy that is used today, it the targets fast dividing cells which is the rest of the tumor but these stem cells which are the tumor driving ones and which also um, uh, are the reasons for relapse always get missed mm. so the idea is that if you can actually target these cells and remove these and as many as you can then you will have a longer survival time for these brain tumor uh, patients which uh, with the tumor type that we work with is glioblastoma it's like 14 and a half month of median survival time. So mm, okay. mm. Uh, that's really interesting. And when you notice the person is more interested, how would you deepen the story? Uh? Yeah, then then I think usually I will start talking about this patient group. Like I said, like the, the survival time is so low, the and the impact that our product uh, may have for these for this patient group is really. Uh, big, even if it would be six months survival time, or you know, very small. Mm. Uh, and another aspect that I always um, think is important to, to uh, mention is the surgeons that they feel that they have the tools uh, that they can do the best for their patients. Mm. You know, right now when we talk, I've interviewed a, a few brain surgeons now. When we collaborate closely with a few, that they they don't when they remove the uh, tumors they are not sure that they have removed everything mm. and giving them this tool of like, okay, here, these uh, our molecule within minutes can illuminate these cells and you, you can feel more confident in your surgery. I think that's also another aspect of it. Mm. When you were investigating these stem cells early in your, in your re- research career, um, was it obvious that you could do this for brain tumors? No, but that's something uh, I was interested in. It wasn't at all obvious. It was more... Like I said, we were interested in development of the brain, that that's what the lab was doing. Mm-hmm. But I was, I got really interested in, uh, because also at the time, the whole uh, stem cell, cell of origin for brain tumors was like very new. Mm-hmm. And that made me like, okay, we have a, we have a marker for stem cells in brain in brains mm. can we use it also for <laughs> for tumor and i think i i jumped on that very fast when these data came out and uh, it turned out yeah it it looks it, it's the same and mm. uh, and then from there it was 
you know, the leap to taking it into a product and everything. It it's it sounds easy, but it took many years to develop those mm. ideas mm. and. Um, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, um, because it's exactly as you you're saying the f- the field of cancer stem cells mm. was also growing at the same yeah. time, so it it wasn't really known Mm-mm. that this is the origin of uh, these tumor types yeah. uh, at least, um, and there was even some cor- controversy mm. uh, surrounding even the idea of it. Can we call them cancer mm. cancer stem cells? And I mm. think actually a lot of people are still on this debate. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the fact that they uh, you know follow the same pathways and uh, stay in the same way and so on has made us more confident mm. in saying this. But uh, yeah, at that point, it wasn't really it was a novel idea. It yeah. wasn't something that uh, was easy to just come up with. Mm. Yeah, and uh, so this was during my PhD, and when I finished, I actually moved to the U.S., uh, to to San Francisco, and I did a postdoc, five-year postdoc, just studying brain tumors and stem cells in brain tumors and a lot of aspects around that. So Mm. um, it kind of fits that when I came back (laughs) that I took all the knowledge, first that I have from my PhD with the molecule, but also the knowledge I gained during my postdoc, understanding these uh, brain tumors and uh, the stem cell niche, as we call it, and then uh, continue. Mm -hmm. And then it was easier for me to be like, okay, I have now worked with, you know, brain surgeons and know, uh, know the field much better. And I know what they want and what's lacking basically mm. and how this can be used. Was it easy to find a clinical partner? Uh, well, uh, it, that's something that is usually a problem, but we had good connections at KI from the Karolinska side to uh, the hospital side. So, mm. uh, But it's, it's very important to find the right uh, clinicians to work with. Yeah, definitely. The ones that are open to new ideas and open, wanting to try new things. And uh, and our the two surgeons that we work with are amazing. They are they mm. really really believe in the product. They you know they want to be a part of this clinical trial that we're doing now. And it's just it has been very instrumental, I would say, for the 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 business part actually mm-hmm. uh, to have them and because they are the future customers <laughs> exactly and they already want the product and they already believe in it so I think that's uh, that has been and now you're developing the bedside product what is the next step vision um, for the next uh, so so uh, we have a different applications for our product one is just to use it in the lab as a stem cell marker the next one is to use it uh, as you would use other uh, markers by the pathologist, just as ad- additional of uh, data or knowledge of the tumor that they're studying, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, you give the feedback to the uh, clinicians after the surgery, okay. and that's that's a C marked um, product that we will have uh, just in a month or so. Okay, that will oh. be our first. Uh, we are very proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the next one, and uh, this is where we actually got funding from Stunts and the uh, Stunts here. Uh, and th- that part is to do a clinical trial for our next product, which is still not inside the brain of the um, patients because that's that's another development stage but to be able to give feedback 
to the surgeons during surgery. So you take out uh, small biopsies, you test them, and then you get the results within minutes. Mm -hmm. And then you can tell the surgeon to, okay, we see a lot of stem cells still. You can, and then the surgeon can decide if they want to take out more tumor or not. Oh, yeah, so you're still doing it during surgery, and you can still get out as much tumor as possible. And that's our next product. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the clinical trial that we are about to start uh, very soon. And Christina will be involved in that mm -hmm. as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is really fun, I think. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that, and this is our th what we all are aiming at, is our, we call it gliostem surgery, which is then you use it so the surgeon would, as they're doing the surgery, and they are already doing uh, fluorescent microscopy surgery with another uh, molecule, which is, or it's actually a, a, a drug, which is called gliolon, but that one lights up the dividing cells, fast dividing cells. Uh, and it lights up red in the microscope. So for our product to be used directly in, in, uh, during surgery inside the brain, so they would put it on the rese resection site, and then the, it will light up in their microscope as they are uh, doing the surgery, and mm -hmm. then they can remove uh, parts. And this would be our uh, uh, final product and the one that we're all aiming at. But... Mm. Since uh, the road there is a bit longer because you want to put it inside the patient, we need to do a bit more uh, mm. work. Mm. So we have these products coming out along the way. It's obviously you're very passionate about this. Yeah, I mean, really. I can. <laughs> I, this is I can talk about this for days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. Yeah. But you've been around for like 10, 11 years. Uh, yeah. I mean, the company was founded in 2010. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I reckon it has not been a straightforward path. No, no. I mean, I was away for five years of those. And during that time, I, I, they did a lot of work in doing all the patents, taking all the patents. So we have patents in, uh, I think, 20 countries and just doing a lot of that work. It's a lot of money and work. Mm -hmm. So that's what happened in the company while I was away and I'm very happy about that because I feel very <laughs> confident and secure about now that we have it protected the ideas and um, that's also something people forget that it takes time yeah, with the sure. patent and uh, it costs a lot so mm. and what happened since you came back uh, yeah so then uh, everything was patented the idea was there it was uh, going in and basically what I told you right now what's our portfolio mm. when can we get different and just doing that roadmap that that has been uh, uh, my my job and then the roadmap doesn't just it's not just a roadmap it requires money yeah. <laughs> so uh, getting funding we get private funding we have uh, funding uh, you know from investors but also like I mentioned from Stunz, uh, which is this collaboration between Tillväxtverket. Mm. And, mm. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so... And now to a question about the organization, soft, organization softer parts, uh, your organization's values and visions and culture. Yeah, the, I love this question. Uh, this is, uh, I love this question because we, early on, uh, uh, sat down with the owners uh, and when I say early on I mean this new start early mm. on when we went into the we sat down and we did this uh, owners directive so okay. the main owners sat down in a room 
Uh, and we and I recommend this to other startups and companies that this is very important before you get all these new investors with all their ideas and everything sit down together and discuss what are our values uh, you know what do we want and have that written down in a in this mm-hmm. directive and then mm-hmm. you give it out to every new possible in, uh, investor like mm-hmm. this is what we the company wants mm-hmm. and we did that early and together we sat down in this room we threw around different things what are our values so uh, you know of course you know ethics we have to make sure that uh, we do good right not just within the company but also towards customers mm-hmm. and partners and then we are a lot of scientists so it's extremely important for us to be scientifically sound so oh, yeah, sure. everything is anchored in science mm-hmm. that's something that we uh, re- um, together decided and also that new members and investors involvement we like mm-hmm. that we want everyone to be involved mm-hmm. and you don't go in and as an investor and throw money in and then leave you, you you're involved and we're helping but I think the the one that <laughs> might have been mine, but I really wanted in there is patience. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need patience in our field. You can't. You need long perspective and mm-hmm. patience and understanding that it takes time. Is it difficult to convince the investors about that? I think we wouldn't. T- we interview all investors, so we wouldn't take on investors that don't understand that part. And mm-hmm. everyone with the knowledge of the field as an investor, you know. Um, otherwise you wouldn't be investing in this field <laughs> so I think yeah, it, um, and that's something else we do we always, me and the chairman and other members of the board we always uh, interview and sit down it has been more difficult during COVID but mm. uh, we usually like to go over and have coffee or lunch with them and like mm. okay can we work together You know, these are our values, would you be okay with this and yeah. so I guess you can add integrity to your values as well no? yeah definitely that's yeah. definitely but something that my board doesn't want me to forget to say is commercial focus okay it's yeah, not sure. just <laughs> we have the commercial focus mm. and we know that we are what we are uh, working towards I think that's also something important to remember but yeah those are and uh, what are what's our vision is to have our product used by neurosurgeons uh, around the world and actually uh, the patients getting uh, uh, getting the the value of it and yeah. uh, hopefully prolonged lives yeah, of the patients yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and maybe this is Christina a question for you yeah. uh, also uh, what attracts people to work for or invest in your company in Selumenova so I think it's really uh, important what Shirin already said that um, uh, we are also trying to find investors who will suit um, the values that we have um, because I think right now after also the uh, pandemic and the coronavirus crisis there is a lot of interest in biotech and in investing and um, maybe a lot of um new investors with less knowledge about the field wanting to um, uh, make a contribution. Mm. Um, And uh, I think it's really important to uh, get to know what uh, differences biotech companies have to other uh, traditional uh, uh, investments that you may be doing and that uh, the return is not as... um, fast uh, but it uh, it is uh, a very rewarding at mm. the end and it 
it can be there can be a monetary reward, but it mm -hmm. also uh, has to be about the reward for the patients and the end users. Mm -hmm. uh, so we can't only think about stakeholders here and um, the return on, on, of investment, but also um, how we contribute. Um, so I think what would be attractive for an investor for uh, a company like ours in biotech is the the future perspective and uh, doing good and also being able to get the monetary mm. uh, the monetary aspect back, mm. um, which um, which sometimes may be lacking from uh, investments that want this fast cash. Uh, so it's where uh, the patience comes in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> and I understand there's a lot of people that have a part time engagement in your company as well. Many people are invested or, or yeah yeah i mean uh, as like employees it's me and uh, my cto and uh, senior chemist yeah. but we there's a lot of different partners that are involved like from the academic side mm -hmm. we have christina and uh, actually Lily. three four other mm -hmm. uh, both uh, professors and uh, researchers mm -hmm. and then uh, neurosurgeons too mm -hmm. that are very involved we work i mean uh, weekly with them and then we have also some consultants, mm. regulatory, very important. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the board is very, very active. Um, so, mm. yeah, I think I, the other day I calculated around 10 people that are weekly engaged and working yeah. uh, together on this. Yeah. And um, I think it's important to say that actually all of these 10 people come to you all the time. <laughs> so it, it all goes back to sharing. <laughs> and then uh, we get to, you know, communicate with each other. So yeah, the academic part and with the neuroscientists, uh, with the neurosurgeons, we uh, meet, of course, to get the mm. sample, but it's always sharing, doing all of the logistics. <laughs> There's a lot of logistics. Uh, yeah, so, no, yeah. I think it's really fun. And I, th I, I the, to answer that question, why would a new employee or investment, I think it's, it's the most important, like interesting part of the company right now. We're like, we have we have secured the fund. We've done all the boring parts, right? <laughs> <laughs> we've we've done the patents. We've secured funding, and right now we're doing the the fun parts. And I think mm -hmm. it's it would be very lucrative for either a new employer or investor to come in now because. Uh, we are taking our products to the next level into the clinic. We're starting a um, clinical trial. Yeah. Mm. We get, we're going to get our first C-marked uh, uh, product just in a, f in a month or so. Mm. And we are growing. Uh, and I think like coming in this early would be very lucrative mm -hmm. and fun, I think, both as an employee and uh, investor. Yeah, it's so rewarding for me because I've been only for a year and within this year the growth is tremendous it started from just still it being um an idea that we that we're testing to now being a product mm. seeing the vial mm. seeing the label mm. seeing mm. everything um mm. and yeah it's really it truly is the fun time, mm -hmm. I think. Um, yeah, Shirin, you had to do a lot to get here. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> So join us now. <laughs> and where do you think you are in five years? Yeah, that, that's also a good question. And uh, we do get that from investors, actually. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> How, uh, but uh, li like I say to them, I would like to take this as 
because it, it is, I have been with it from the beginning and I want to take it as far as we can on our own mm -hmm. uh, and you know building as much value as possible in the company uh, and because there will be a bigger investment round that we will we will do an investment round now in the spring but there will be there will in two years we will have a bigger one um, basically aiming towards uh, our final product and uh, and I think I want to get uh, get to that part and uh, starting the big clinical trials for that product. Mm. And I think that's, uh, and then starting selling that one. And in five years, I think we are there for sure. Mm -hmm. Getting to the patients and seeing our product, you know, being used live in the clinic. But, you know, that, I think that that's, that's what we we're aiming at, at yeah. so for sure, yeah. Well, so far we've learned a lot about your motivations and your backgrounds. Uh, what are you both most proud of having achieved? I think once we have the CE mark, I will be so proud. And uh, mm. nowadays when I go to the pharmacy and I see like eye cream and it has that <laughs> CE mark, I'm, I'm just in awe. I'm like, I just want to take a minute here and like <laughs> to the people behind because it takes so much work and money yeah. behind just getting that CE marked, achieving that. And I think we are so close now and I will be so happy and proud just by, you know, we're doing the packaging, the labeling now yeah. and having our product with that CE mark and ready to sell. I think that will be, we're so close now. So that's... <laughs> That will yeah. be, and I don't know. For me, it's a little bit unfair uh, yeah. that I'm proud <laughs> because, of course, um, I've been working for a, for a small amount of time with this, and but I can say what I'm excited for, mm -hmm. uh, which is how translational and how close to the clinic it is because. Um, uh, my other main projects in my PhD and in general my uh, experience so far uh, with my research um, career has been very molecular. So uh, we we have always just been focusing inside the cell and looking into just two different uh, um, factors interacting or so on. But And it's hard to um, open up your mind from this tiny, tiny world to the actual clinic mm. patients, um, and of course, of course, the science we do um, has to do with diseases and the molecular mechanisms. But now we're actually so close to the patient. Mm. Um, um, for me, it's uh, very so so much different from what I uh, normally do, and uh, very, very, very exciting. So. That's that's definitely yeah. uh, very fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Shirin, if you were to restart this journey, what lessons have you learned? What is there anything you would have done differently and why? Yeah, I wish I would have had better knowledge in the business side and starting earlier with those, you know, just even thinking about what who's the what is the product? Who mm. will buy it? And starting those thoughts patterns very early I think would have helped and mm. getting to a finished product earlier and that's something you know if you have an idea to start really early thinking about that and I think that's something uh, and not just be so proud of the science and research because you should be but that's that's where it starts as I said mm. now and mm. I think I wish I would have known that a bit earlier on <laughs> okay um. but I think this is lacking even in, in research, yeah. in the scientific thinking, we are always 
thinking open-ended questions and many times even for publishing your mm. a, a paper so just staying in the academic part um, you need to have a goal you need to think okay what do I need to show in order to have a story mm. uh, that I can first publish and then continue the more more mm. research on this so um, our our training is so broad and we always start with um, goals that are very far for us to achieve and this is one of the aspects why uh, being in academia is um, uh, just a difficult mental journey mm. <laughs> I would say because you uh, don't you you focus on the forest and you don't see the trees in front of you um, many times so this is com lacking from the scientific thinking I believe to be able to uh, think also minimally and think what do I need to do now in order to achieve more things in the future mm. and then of course training in the business side mm. and how to patent your idea and um, what you need to do and who to speak to what kind of funding you have access to as a company uh, as compared to um, mm. the scientific side all of this is just kind of mm. um, unexplored yeah. territory yeah. and you get yeah. like you have different problems in different stages of the company you know or the whole process because first you're like oh I don't have funding I don't have funding as soon as I have funding everything will be fine and then you have funding <laughs> and then there are other problems and, <laughs> and so on so I think yeah, but definitely the business uh, side start early mm. uh, that part. we have touched touched about <coughs> touched around these things earlier but uh, we would like to believe that there are advantages of and opportunities uh, in being part of strong clusters and ecosystems Mm. And your company is situated in lean shopping, as you mentioned mm. before. Mm. Uh, what do you see as the advantage of having your business there? You mentioned lead. Mm, yeah, definitely, definitely. So I, I myself live in Stockholm, but m m almost most of my company is based off of in lean shopping. I have the board there, my regulatory consultant, my CTO, my inc business incubator. So mm. it's basically like my second home now. I mm. love going there. And <laughs> before the pandemic, I used to go there once or twice a week. So it's, uh, and I, I'm so impressed with what lean shopping has done uh, with being so close with the, the research part and then the business. They have this great uh, infrastructure that they have built up with uh, lead and then they have uh, lean shopping invest and all this uh, I mean it's it's just amazing with with it what they have done and mm -hmm. and I think as an kind of an outsider now I'm not an outsider anymore <laughs> but just it's so easy for me to see all that and uh, be able to take it not take advantage but use it to my benefit and I think uh, I don't think our company would be where we are if we were not based off of lean shopping. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And you're also fortunate then to to benefit from two ecosystems: one in lean shopping, yeah. one around the Karolinska and Hagerstad. Yeah, Stadion, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then now Uppsala. I'm so curious about now getting funding from BioX. Uh, I think I'm very curious of. Uh, I've now worked with you, Diana, for almost a year, mm -hmm. and there's so much here too. Mm -hmm. And and I love that. I think mm -hmm. it's uh, amazing with the things you guys do here in Uppsala. And mm. uh, I I always like this kind of smaller because it's so easy to see the <laughs> ecosystem yeah. and how 
uh, close everything is uh, in Stockholm, it is more difficult for me to see the whole uh, picture. And it, uh, yeah. So I love being a part of all all these different, <laughs> mm. <laughs> taking mm -hmm. the best from all of them. <laughs> and can you give us some examples of, of what kind of support you have mentioned? The business development support and uh, maybe financing. And yeah, the financing part. Uh, uh, was that I mentioned before the BioX funding that we got last year, uh, which is this co collaboration between Tillväxtverket and uh, Stuns here. Uh, it was previously Uppsala Bio, mm. as I uh, uh, and uh, that's something that uh, also again then it's within the region, right? So it's mm. it's special money for us mm. who are based off of Linköping and Uppsala and mm. these uh, cities. So for sure, definitely, I think that that uh, there are Vinova and all these other, but this is very specialized. And uh, mm. I mean, we feel very blessed to be mm. able to be eligible for that and then actually get the funding. That was very good. Uh, but yeah, and, and now we are part of this family here in Uppsala so mm. we I think <laughs> that's that's very nice for us and I feel that there's more to explore there right Diana yeah absolutely more <laughs> <laughs> well, sure well uh, I have no more questions do you have any questions Bjorn I have plenty of questions but we have less <laughs> we have time, no time. <laughs> no yeah. but we're very honored to have you here today and it has been a, a great conversation yeah. and a great dialogue I've learned a lot yeah uh, thank so you so thank much you. for inviting us yeah I'm thank very, you so much yeah. It's been fun. You're yeah. doing a fantastic work. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> and good luck. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's been very fun today. This podcast series is developed and produced by Stunz Life Science. Stunz is a foundation creating sustainable growth through private-public collaborations. Thank you for listening and for more information about this podcast and as well as about STUNS, please visit our website lifescience.stuns.se and follow us on LinkedIn where you will find us under our name. <laughs>